Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. We have a very special guest today. She's known as Color Me Loverly on TikTok. Clara started on TikTok earlier this year doing PR style videos, which grew popular very quickly. She embodies the role of the PR rep of troubled celebrities or public figures, starting with Buckingham Palace and the Kardashians and expanding from there. Here's an example. Kardashian PR, this is Erica. Chris, hi. You, as a gift for Kendall, you want to make sure that the Suns win tonight? Okay, no, that is such a great present. You're so thoughtful. Yeah, fixing games. I love that. I love that. Um, I guess I am wondering how I can ensure the result of an NBA Finals game. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, you know the refs, and they owe you. Oh, amazing. Okay, perfect. I will reach out to them and let you know what they say. Yeah, absolutely. Clara now does a variety of comedy TikToks and complains about corporate America where she's worked for a few years. I think once your computer starts breathing louder than you because you have a billion PDF and Word docs open, you should be allowed to just like kind of call it a day. Like no matter what time it is, you should be able to to just call it. It's over. That one's one of my absolute favorite because it's so, so true and I could not agree more. Welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's very exciting. So what do you love about TikTok? I love that honestly anyone can jump in and just like be themselves and be like successful in whatever success means on TikTok. I guess like get views without any really prior experience in doing whatever it is that they're trying to do. I have zero experience in comedy other than like some improv in high school in my drama class so it was just like very um rewarding to kind of start that and get an audience relatively quickly doing that um and I see so many other people who have like very regular just traditional jobs doing things that they wouldn't be able to do really without TikTok so it's been it's been really fun to see for me and for other people um and just like getting to know other creators and like becoming friends with them has been really great so honestly i love it yeah what do you say to people who say they're too old for tiktok i mean i thought it was too old for tiktok i've listened to a few of your podcasts and like i i get it um honestly i think tiktok has grown so much since it started because it used to be if it were what it was If it were still what it was when it first started, I would still be too old for TikTok because, like, I can't dance for anything. So if it were still dances and just, I don't know, lip syncs and all that, I feel like I would still be too old for it. But it has grown so much, and I feel like at this point, it's half millennials, half Gen Z, maybe. Maybe not, but honestly, my audience, I think, is mostly millennials. So I feel like with the amount of growth that it's seen in the last few months no one is too old for TikTok. Like, I got a lot of Gen X people in my videos. I think it's it's great for everyone, honestly. And there's there's like a niche for everything. So I feel like there's an audience for anything you set your mind to on TikTok. It's so true. And I feel like what you came up with this format of 
commenting on like pop culture events Mm -hmm. as a PR person, that totally hits so many different audiences because so many people have it. Like it's just pop culture. We're all aware of it. Exactly. You hit such a nail on the head. Where did you come up with the idea to start making these videos? So it was actually, did you two watch the Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry back in, when was that, in March? It was our Super Bowl, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I I like watched that with rapt attention. I was just like, oh my God. It was just like all the tea was being spilled. And I was just like, at one point, Megan said, oh, I like, I reached out to the HR department at Buckingham Palace. And I was like, that is fascinating because obviously Buckingham Palace is an HR department. It's basically a business, but I had never thought of it that way. So actually my first few videos were Buckingham Palace HR. And then a few people were just like, um, this is more of a PR function than HR. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. So I switched it and then that grew. I th- my first few videos were just like all Buckingham Palace HR, just like 10 straight videos of like the, the follow-up to that interview basically. There was a lot of material. But <laughs> after that, I just kind of moved on to other celebs. Oh my god, it's So genius. that was the the genesis of, of the of the idea, I guess. That's so cool that it was like sort of started like you got the idea almost from other people on TikTok who were saying like, "Oh, this is more PR." And like and still your videos a lot of times are people being like, "Do this next." Like, "Do this Right, event. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get so much input from people, which is so nice, and I think it's why so many people like TikTok, because you get so much interaction from the audience also. You, like, comments are, I think, where everything is on TikTok. Like, people's comments are hilarious, and I I often, like, share them on my Instagram, because I'm just like, how do people come up with these comments? They're hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they get to know you as a creator, and they, just, like, their comments go back to other of your videos that you've made so yeah it's been it's been so great yeah I can't believe you said you'd never done comedy except in high school I'm shocked at that I thought for sure you were like a professional sketch comedian or something (laughs) no but thank you that's very nice (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) what about the PR side have you worked in PR before No, so I work in a very kind of traditional corporate job and I have for years. I never say exactly what it is because I don't want people finding out exactly what I do, but um, it's it's nothing unexpected. Um, But I feel like with every corporate job, you kind of have your either internal or external clients that you have to deal with. So you develop this kind of persona, honestly, where you are just very nice while also saying what you're trying to say what you need to say so i think we all have a little pr rep inside all of us just trying to get out (laughs) so (laughs) i think i think that is is how i'm able to kind of get that character right because i do have a lot of pr people like people who are in pr message me all the time saying oh you're you're getting this exactly right i'm sending this to all of my pr colleagues and i'm just like that I'm so glad that it translates because I have no PR experience, but thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just a testament to how creative you are. And like you said, the fact that like if TikTok didn't exist, you maybe wouldn't be making these type of videos. But exactly. Like, yeah. It's, so I'm it's really crazy grateful. to me. Yeah. That you just 
you don't yeah. have a background in comedy or PR, but you're making these spot-on hilarious videos. <laughs> That's you. so cool. Honestly, without COVID, without the pandemic, I think a lot of us would never have started any of this because, like, I don't know, I could go out and see friends, but in March 2020, I was just like, mm, or 2021, I guess, is when I started. There was still really nothing that I was doing, so I had a lot of free time other than just working. So yeah, it kind of made sense. Yeah, that is also how this podcast came to be. We just had nothing to <laughs> do during go. the pandemic. <laughs> yep. That's so good. That's awesome, though. That's such a cool, creative, like, endeavor, especially with someone else, with, like, your friend, because I feel like the Zoom happy hour things got tired very quickly, at least for me, so something like this is is great, so congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so what do you think? I'm always interested to talk to TikTok creators who blew up on TikTok. Like, what do you think it is about TikTok that works for these videos as opposed to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or any other mediums? Mm, I think it's honestly the algorithm is very powerful on TikTok I think it learns what you like so very quickly it's it's scary obviously but I think it just keeps people hooked because if you don't like something you can kind of just keep scrolling until it learns whereas like on Twitter or Instagram I've tried to do reels, but I'm just, I can't get, I can't get into them. I can't keep posting. I just, I feel so cringy posting on Instagram versus right? TikTok. Yeah. I think mostly because like, I feel like people know me on Same. Instagram, yes. like personally. And I'm just like, mm, absolutely not. I'm going to keep that part of me separate. Yeah. So when I like repost things that people do on Instagram, I'm like, oh, I'm getting so judged. I'm getting so judged by all my like high school friends. Yeah. I know this. <laughs> But I think that's also the appeal of TikTok. It like feels more anonymous because you're just like out there in front of like millions, maybe not billions, yeah, but lots of millions of people and they don't know who you are. So you just kind of like feel free to be who you want to be at that point, Um, which I think the other apps aren't really like that. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, like, you're you're like, oh, my high school friends will see me. But like, your high school friends still may see you on TikTok. It just feels less, uh, you know, more anonymous. Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering what do you have any goals when it comes to TikTok? Or have you received any opportunities from TikTok? I've done like ads a little bit. um, But other than that, I know real opportunities. Um, I don't know what my goal is. Honestly, at this point, it all happened um, quickly and surprisingly, kind of, because I was just having a good time um, and making these like silly PR videos. Um, So I didn't really expect people to start watching them. Um, I think just kind of keep doing what I'm doing and maybe expand more outside of the PR thing so that people get used to seeing different things for me but other than that I don't like expect to quit my my nine to five and yeah I I've done ads but I still feel weird doing them because I'm not I feel like influencer and content creator are two very different things and I'm never I don't want to be a person who tries to sell things to people like I don't want that to be my role in social media so it still feels weird doing ads sometimes but yeah other than that that's really all I've done other than just my regular videos 
So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I feel like 2022 is going to be an interesting shit show. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. I can't predict anything at this point. (laughs) You're definitely, and I think TikTok really appreciates a niche and your niche of like the PR videos does so well, but you're definitely branching out into the corporate side and you mentioned wanting to do other videos. How are you strategizing kind of to, to branch out even more? Honestly, there's very little strategy on my end. It's kind of just like how I'm feeling that day, what my creativity is just like. I text myself little ideas. I don't even have a notes app. I literally just text myself. (laughs) Um, So it's, I don't know. I feel like especially this year with like the multiple crises that we've faced, creativity like comes and goes. So I kind of take advantage of when it's here and I try to pre-record things or at least write down my ideas and then kind of go from there because it's hard to predict how you're going to feel um, and how creative you're going to be so or what's going to happen in the world, which is a lot of what my TikToks are about. So sometimes nothing really happens that I can do PR videos on. Like what there's nothing more that can be said that is funny about Omicron. I feel like everything has been said. I'm just like, I am, I'm done with this. I I don't even want to see it anymore. So just kind of waiting it out and seeing what happens. But yeah. So what is on your For You page these days? What does it look like? It's so much comedy, obviously. It is so much comedy and it's so much New York comedy, which I love so much because it's so specific and like people mentioning very specific like streets in the east village i'm just like like yes this is very relatable to me but Mm -hmm. why is this all i'm seeing but other than that i i get some lifestyle things corporate things obviously and i get a lot of musical theater i'm a big musical theater person and that is honestly probably half of my for you page at this point especially after sondheim passed i was just like Mm-hmm. devastated and I watched so many Sondheim videos and the algorithm was like okay we got you so, <laughs> so now that's really that's 50% of what I see which which is lovely I will not complain about musical theater on my for you page oh yeah it sounds like we have identical for yeah. you pages New York <laughs> okay. musical theater yep exactly amazing <laughs> yeah so it, it, it changes, honestly, a little bit every week, depending on, on my mood, which, again, terrifying, but I appreciate it at this point. I'm just like, honestly, one of the many things that is wrong with society, so let's let's just embrace it. Right. Let's enjoy what we can of the fact exactly. that yeah. we're all being controlled by the internet, yeah. <laughs> yes, precisely. So we thought it'd be fun to talk to you about some of the current trends going around TikTok. Please, yes. So one in particular, which I'm sure you've seen and I'd love to hear your take on, is this audio going around by Tyra Banks. Yes, I have heard it. It is so bad, I want to give you a zero, but that's not possible. So I give you a one. So... Great little snippet um, from America's Next Top Model. I'm sure there are so many next America's Next Top Model snippets too that we're just waiting to rediscover because that show was bananas. I'm just like, if it it couldn't happen now, it could not happen now. So it's just, anyways, this particular snippet though is wonderful. Yes. 
No, it's so... I feel like there has been, like, a Tyra Banks snippet going viral every few months on TikTok yes, now. True. Like, there's yeah. always something. And you're right. I don't think they're ever going to run out. Like, there's always going to be an end they're as well run out. from this it's show. It's just, like... <laughs> How Tyra and the team just, like, destroyed girls' self-esteem yes. little by little over yes. weeks. I'm just like, oh, my God, how did we ever enjoy this? I know. I know. Oh, my God. Thank God we can at least repurpose it on TikTok and have fun exactly. with it. Exactly. For a comedy. Right? Yeah. So people yeah. have been using this audio to just sort of talk about something terrible or some something that you know was very cringy a lot of times some of my favorite have yeah. been just people looking back on their youth like them as teenagers or kids and pointing out something embarrassing there was one I saw where a girl photoshopped her face she had a crush on her choir teacher and she took his wedding photo and photoshopped her face <laughs> where his oh wife God. was and the audio just went perfectly with that that's terrifying. That is terrifying. <laughs> I love how people just share these things. Yes, like, they're not yes. even embarrassed. They're just like, you know what? I, I overcame this moment. It's time yes. to share with the entire internet for laughs. Like, I exactly. love that. Yes, and I'm so happy they do share those. The, uh, one of my yes. favorite is the Empire State Building posted one. And the Empire think, State yeah. Building has an amazing account. Did you see this one? I did. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, so basically it's making fun of the worst building in New York City, which I agree with, is like the French Fry building. It's just a sore to everyone's eyes in New York. It's so bad. The trash can building, yeah. Oh, That's love, how I've so heard many, it as. Yes, there are so can. many bad comparisons. It's on Park Avenue and like 57th yeah. Street and billionaires live there. And there's lawsuits going around in that building because of the way it was built like you can't just yeah. make a rectangle building and there's structural damage and apparently like... there's floods every other day yeah no exactly. i like i love seeing all the news about this building and just Me like too. everything is bad every the elevators never work yeah. just everything it's awful apparently it creaks all the time yeah you pay like a billion dollars for an apartment and you just hear creaking all night wild long. it's wild, wild. Was this the one people were also doing like deep dives on TikTok at one yes, point? Yeah, I think they about won. this building. Oh my gosh. The worst part is I think a Uruguayan architect actually built it, and I'm from Uruguay, so it's like a source of deep oh, shame no. in my family. Oh, <laughs> Even though no, I don't no. know him, obviously. But we're you just have like, no oh, relation. There's only like 3.5 million of us, so we're just like, <laughs> God damn it! Like he had he had to be Uruguayan, of course. Oh, no. It's like the any anytime like a Jew does something bad, like the Sacklers, my whole family's exactly. like, of course they had to be Jewish. Like what? <laughs> just like embarrassed for them. exactly exactly but but yeah no it's bad it's bad but you got such like i never know how to pronounce the the german word like schoenfreud is that it from like just very wealthy people having like a very bad time i'm just like honestly you paid for this you paid to have a bad time so (laughs) i'm I'm going to sit back and enjoy it yeah (laughs) exactly all right the next trend which i love that's been really popular this week has been celine dion song it's all coming back to me now a classic
classic song. Everyone is basically taking all of their home goods, like hairbrushes, yeah. blow dryers, Swiffers, belting out to the song. One of my favorite videos is by at Victoria Vayard. And the song's going on in the background, and she writes, Does anyone else fantasize about dropping this song at a random karaoke night and impressing everyone you know with the insane pipes that you don't actually have? Who and hasn't? Yes. Who has it? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I sing Celine. <laughs> yeah. That break where it's like, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> like, oh, hell so yeah. Bad. In my Wait, mind, you're I you're musical theater that. people. Have you, you've listened to Jeremy Jordan's version, right? No, and I love Jeremy Jordan. I just saw him in Little Shop of Horrors. Stop! I wish, I wish you could stop now (laughs) and like listen to it now. Like I will wait. I will wait while you guys listen because it is. It's so good. He does it. I don't know where exactly he does it, but it's it's. I go back to it every few months because it's amazing, and I need I need you two to listen to it. Oh my god! You can do it after this. That's fine. We'll do it. Just just do it. We will do it. Thank you for bringing that. Did you Um, see him in Little Shop of Horrors? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm so sad. I literally listened to Suddenly Seymour today, though. So, (laughs) (laughs) telling you, I really am a fan. But yeah, the trend is great. <laughs> the TikTok trend. So Going back to that. <laughs> so good, yeah. Another creator at Vante Hall, he basically makes his Nike shorts into a dress when the break in the song comes and then gets really into it. And I love people just transform within like the three seconds that the song transforms. They they're mm-hmm. like a new person and then they just belt it out. I wish I had that It's talent. so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like Celine has gotten us through so many dark days of this pandemic. She's gotten me through many dark days of this pandemic. So she she's definitely a main character in many of my dance and like singing playlists that I have when I'm by myself in my apartment. So I feel this trend deep in my heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I love that once the trend is going, like I had like, I think it, I counted like six videos in a row that were just the trend. And like, wow, TikTok knows I'm going to like every single yep. one of them. When it's good, it's good. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of those TikTok phenomenons too, where there's this joke going around, like all of us lived the same life. Like we're all living in the same simulation. And the fact that yes. every single person has dreamed or belted out the Celine Dion song, like regardless of their vocal talent, it really does <laughs> just prove like we are all the same person. Yeah. And then it's so weird though, because you talk to your friends who are not on TikTok and it's so hard <laughs> to relate to them sometimes because you're just like, oh, what do you mean you haven't been singing Celine Dion like all day today? I don't yeah. understand how that's possible because all of my friends have. Yeah. So. Yeah. You bring up such a good point. I had a friend the other day. She asked me, she's like, what is gorgeous, gorgeous girls? And I was like, oh, am I really going to have to explain this to you? You can't. It's like math. Once you've missed one class, you yeah. have to just like go back to the beginning. Yeah. You can't just catch up. It really was. I had to send her the soup video and then I was like, and then I sent the COVID videos and like, it's just transformed. But TikTok moves too quickly for people who are not on it. So quickly. I feel like the only thing that lasted a while was like Bama Rush. That Uh, like took so long to get through. I was deep in Bama Rush. Yes. I was like, how is this happening? How are we all getting so invested in these teenage girls? (laughs) 
my most viral video on TikTok is about Bamarash, how we were just all living, like Melissa said, in the same simulation. Yeah. Like it all started by seeing the parody videos and then be- becoming so interesting. But then it like, got real. Then it got <laughs> really real. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, you know, to be honest, I miss those times. Same. Honestly, it was before we could still really go out. Now we can't go out again. So I feel like those times will come back maybe (laughs) at this point, (laughs) sadly. But I think, yeah, those things, like those moments in like TikTok history, I guess, wouldn't really be possible without the pandemic, which is just like a tragic thing to think about, (laughs) honestly. Yeah. It's it's a little, I don't know, bittersweet in a way, because it is like we all have this, there's something creative, obviously, about people mm-hmm. making the videos, and then there yeah. is this bonding experience of, like, we all have these inside jokes now. So I guess, yeah, like, yeah. it's it's sad, but it's also, like, we found a way to still be human yeah. throughout it all. 100%. Yeah, it's just, like, this desperate need to connect that we didn't while we weren't able to. And I think that's why everyone got into it. And now they can't stop. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I think once you're in, you're in. Yeah. So I don't foresee people just, like, quitting TikTok en masse. We'll see, though. Yeah, it would it would take me quite a bit to get off at this point. I think I'd have yeah. withdrawals. Like, yeah. I'd be shaking. I'd be vomiting. Exactly. Like, I don't think I could ever quit TikTok. <laughs> nope, it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, man. What have been some of your favorite, like, trends or songs or even, like, creators? Like, what are some of your favorites? Mm, do you remember, what was it? Um, <laughs> this is for girls only. Do you guys remember that trend? Yeah. <laughs> it's for girls only. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Because <laughs> it wasn't even about girls towards the end. And I was like, I love this so much. Yeah. I made one. It was just. I, it obviously didn't perform well because I can't do trends well, but I just, I felt, I felt the need to do it. What else? I don't know. I just love the ones when it's like people making fun of themselves. I just think that that's the most enjoyable thing. Yeah. <laughs> but creators wise, I follow a lot of comedians. Um, and like I said, a lot of New York comedians. I really like... And now, and now I'm going to, like, non-New York comedians, but Delaney Rowe, she's, hello, it's Delaney, I think, on TikTok. Um, she's in LA, I think, but she, I think, is hilarious, and she does the, like, girl who's good with cars. She has that series that has, like, done really well. She's great. I, like, wrote some down because I feel like I'll forget if not. Who else? Clara Brown. Do you guys know her? She, like, does anti-racism type comedy and it's really good it's like if the if the switch was flipped if like white people were discriminated against we're like it's she's so good and her videos are just hilarious so love her then emily uribe she's she's kind of a comedian i don't know if she would classify herself as that but she like pretends that she's a famous that she's a celebrity on interviews and (laughs) she's hilarious and then Yeah, I don't know. Just the corporate mama for, like, corporate things. Mm -hmm. She's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the people that I follow, I watch every single one of their videos because I don't follow that many people, so I'm, like, a very faithful follower. (laughs) So once I follow you, I'm just, like, gonna stalk you. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. We we always just, like, try to get 
content creators we love to tell us who you love and then that's just how we keep ballooning more and more to find people we love thank you yeah i go to people that i like their follow list all the time i'm just like "Mm, interesting interesting a lot of people follow this one person yeah Yeah. so same how did you come up with your user name or your, your handle it's so dumb um i came up with it when so it's my instagram handle and that's what it was first and i came up with it when I was, I don't know, 20 maybe, and I had just seen My Fair Lady. So, wouldn't it be loverly? It was just, I guess, <laughs> playing in my, in my mind. I um, and I was just like, color me loverly. That's a great <laughs> username. And now it's too late to change it. So, it's kind of, it's kind of stuck. I, I might it. change it at some point in the future to my actual name, but probably color me loverly will stay with us for a long time to come yeah. that's what we know you as now exactly so i don't think it's changing anytime soon <laughs> what's your number one piece of tiktok advice um i think just to like not overthink it i feel like at the beginning you're just like you get one video with a lot of views and you're just like okay how can i replicate this exact thing and it's like it's impossible because the algorithm hates that um and it's unpredictable to to creators i think and i think you just have to do your thing and do the things that you enjoy doing and eventually that will get across um if you really overthink it overthink it and overanalyze it and just like immediately delete videos that don't do well which i did at the beginning i was just like oh this is embarrassing no one's watching so i should delete and now unless it does very poorly i just kind of let it sit and like that's fine and like it'll reach someone and someone will like it and that's okay so i think that's just not to overanalyze the numbers because it's it's just not a good time yeah honestly great advice all right well we would love you to sort of let our listeners know where to find you, your handles, if there's anything besides Ooh. TikTok, but give us your TikTok again, anything you want people to follow you on. Mm. I'm Color Me Loverly literally everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I think that's really it. I have a Tumblr, but that's a different username. And <laughs> it's like landscapes. So it's not very, it's not very exciting. Um... But yeah, that's really it. I have a YouTube, but there's nothing there, so it's not worth a follow. But yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so, Amazing. so much. This was so fun. Thank and, you. Uh, we keep in touch. I can't wait. I know you have a huge following now, but my prediction for 2022 is that you're going to just blow up and get at oh, least a million you. followers. So that's keep doing wild. what you're doing. That would yeah. be terrifying. So. <laughs> it's going to happen. We, you, you, you heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. You guys need to watch the Jeremy Jordan. Um, not, please. Please. Doing yeah. that so right now. No, yes, it is so you. good. You're, you'll die. All right. <laughs> bye. It was so great talking yeah. to you, too. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. Talk to All you right. Soon. Bye.